Hello? Hello. This is Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx. Wanda Ellett of G45 Consulting and her panel of guests are ready to give you some insight on growing your business and finding, furthering, and navigating your career. It's never too late to grow into your best self. Your Career is Calling is underwritten in part by G45 Consulting, Burjohn Mediation, Harwell Express Press, Career Development and Success at Rider University, and Rider University. Rider offers continuing studies programs for adults who need flexibility. Want to add new skills to your resume? Take a continuing studies course at Rider University. Let's pick up the line with Wanda Ellett with Your Career is Calling, only on 1077 The Bronx and 1077thebronc.com. Good morning. You are listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. Proudly nominated for a National Association of Broadcasters 2019 Marconi Award for Best College Radio Station of the Year. We are broadcasting in the Bronx all-new digital broadcast studio. Your Career is Calling is the first radio show of its kind, helping both students and seasoned professionals to manage their careers as a business. The CEO of Me, Inc. And behind the glass today, producing our show is Ryder University's intern, Eileen Del Rio. Yay, Eileen! <laughs> so today, I'm, I'm very honored, I'm very excited to have, I call her, I think she's a superhero. I think she's just wonderful. I have Jennifer Klein. Hi, Jennifer. Hey, thank you so much. It's an honor to speak with you this morning. Well, I'm very thrilled. I, I, I'm very inspired by your story. And uh, as we get into it, it, others, I think, will be inspired as well. And I'm going to tell people a little bit about you. Uh, Jennifer Klein is a self-taught woodworker and a flag maker who views her craft as a life's calling. She was widowed at age 37 and the mother of two young children. She picked up her husband's tools to make necessary repairs around their 200-year-old farmhouse. Eventually, she gained a handy reputation among friends and co-workers, prompting one to ask for a thin blue line flag. That flag led to hundreds more and new opportunities. Jennifer is currently a social media presence and content creator with over 200,000 followers. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> and if this is your first time listening to the show, uh, I've been doing the show for about eight years now. And initially, when we started talking, uh, we started doing the, uh, you know, traditional things, the interviews, resumes, you know, those kinds of things. And then a couple of years ago, we started to, you know, really focus on people's stories because we feel that that's the best way to inspire people to do better and be better. And, you know, we, we talked about the first year, uh, what was your biggest career lesson? Uh, what was your biggest obstacle? What's your superpower? And how do you share that gift with the world? And this year, it's about being your best self. And what are you doing to you know, be your best self every day and level up in this, you know, time, hopefully post pandemic. So let's get to it. So Jen, if you'd like, could you please share a little bit more about your story? So yeah, well, that was it in a, nut a nutshell, but I basically was not handy whatsoever. So people look at my things and they're like, I wish I could do what you do. And I want to assure them, I had no idea. I had never picked up tools in my life. My husband was a maintenance man. He worked at Kent State University, which is very close to us. So he knew how to fix and build everything. I had no reason to, to move into his lane because he did it all. And unfortunately, my story kind of begins with the loss of him, with, with the tragedy. I'm, I'm really sorry for your loss. 
thank you. It's been almost 13 years. He was on his way to work and a woman uh, drove through an intersection and hit him. Um, so he was killed instantly. And after that, it was sort of like, what do I do with my life in his absence? And I, I say that I picked up my life. I picked up his tools. Um, and that's exactly how it went. Because with him not being here, it felt like everything knew he wasn't here and it all broke at the same time. Um, so here I was trying to deal with not having him and um, learning how to do these skills that he possessed that I certainly did not. Did you kind of feel like he was guiding you? I know that sounds corny to some people. No, I, I, I absolutely. And a lot of times I, um, for instance, the first time I tried to use this miter saw, I couldn't figure out how to open it. <laughs> and I remember like crying, feeling sorry for myself and saying, you know, like, please help me figure this out. And as soon as I would say those things out loud, um, I would feel calm. And I, this rational side of my brain would kick in and say, Jennifer, think about it, look at it, figure it out. And I was like, oh, I wonder what this thing is on the side. And I, I touched it. And that was the lock because we had kids. So of course, last time he used it, he locked it shut. But a lot of times I really feel when I step back and look at a project and think, man, how did I do that? I didn't have any clue what I was doing. And I, I really feel he is watching and very much guiding me. Yeah, I felt like I feel that with my dad, because as yeah. a kid, I would do projects with my dad. And he would always you know, like he wouldn't give me like, this is how you do, it. you know, how I learned with him was he would always push me and always ask, like, how do you think you got to do it? You know, yeah. like, daddy, you know, I'm thinking in my head, you know, the answer. Why don't you tell me? Yeah. <laughs> but, but it was like, no, he would be, you know, how do you think? And he would ask me questions and make me think through it. So he's been gone many years and, and I, I, I can, I can only imagine. And, and I was hoping to hear some of these stories from you where you're just like, you just want to cry and you're like, why yeah. am I doing this? I I'm an idiot. <laughs> I did. And that was my first project that I, I worked on. And it was almost my last. I almost gave up. And yeah. I think what would have happened had I given up? I might not be living the life that I'm living today. Yeah. And I'm so proud of you for having the courage and the strength to, you know, work through those things. Because I know, like, sometimes, and then when, and it's funny, too, because like, you know, I think back about those times where I'm like crying and I'm ready to give up and I'm like, oh, and then I, you know, I just feel like that same thing. I call out to my dad and it was just like, daddy, I, you know, oh, can you help me here? <laughs> and what you don't realize in that moment is that someday you are going to laugh at it. Like, I don't mean my husband, <laughs> that'll always be a tragedy, but that day, that day that I was like all feeling sorry for myself, I look back at that moment that I just had had it. Um, and now I laugh at it. So I think a tough time needs to know if they're having like a red letter bad day, that there is probably going to come a time where you'll tell a story and you'll say, and you know what, those make the best stories, the things that went yeah. wrong. Like who tells stories about things that went right? <laughs> you know? Well, some people do, and it's like sometimes <laughs> reality. Reality is that there, when those moments are perfect, that there were about ten that went wrong before it. Yep. And that's the thing; people don't realize, like overnight successes. There were a lot of overnights. <laughs> <laughs> ten years. Yeah. Right. 
Right. <laughs> so I think that that's funny, you know, and, and the other thing too, like I applaud your uh, courage to pick up tools. You know, my mom, she was always like back, you know, years when I was, when I was younger, like she, I think if anything, that's one of the things she gave me the courage to do was to not be afraid to pick up the tools and, you know, and even being out there working with my dad, you know, not to be afraid because back in the day, you know, that's not, you know, was done, you know what I mean? And, it, and even, I think even today, I think it's more of an, you know, commonplace that women are, are using, like, you know, they're more common in, in those industries and in repair and you'll, you'll see more women, but I applaud you like, you know, for continuing. And I want to ask you too, like, how did you get like, so let's, let's go forward. Like, how did you get involved with, uh, you know, is that like a self-proclaimed Mr. Walt? I wanted to ask. Oh, that no, that was, it started as a joke. Okay. It started because there is a Miss Makita and I'm yeah. not going to women or anything, but there is a, a Makita uses a model. Yeah. Very beautiful. Um, very scantily dressed, yeah. uh, but it started as a joke. I had won a contest through DeWalt. They had mm -hmm. an online contest. This was in 2017. And you had to submit a photo and tell about how you use their tools. It was called Show Us Your Tough. And it was a Facebook online contest. And then you had to get people to vote for you. And the mm -hmm. contest... Um, when it was over, the, the prize was a trip to Vegas. Wow. You got to attend the PBR, which is the professional bull riders. You got to attend the, the world finals. Uh, it was a fabulous prize package. The moment they announced it though, I, I like, I knew it was mine. I'm like, I'm winning that contest. And I, I pictured myself there and I just knew in my soul that it was, I was to be the winner. Um, so I, I did want, I want it. Um, I went, it was fabulous. And afterwards, because at that time I worked in a courthouse, I'm a paralegal. So I worked with a lot of police officers and they started jokingly calling me Miss DeWalt. Ah, that's funny. So it was funny, uh, ha ha ha, because I'm older than Miss Makita and I, I don't, you know, but they were like, no, you're our Miss DeWalt. And so I, it started as a joke. And then the idea of, hey, I really need to put myself out there because on YouTube, I want other others to go on and be able to see a female representative fixing things around the home. And I was going to call myself Miss Fix It, but it just, it didn't, it wasn't me. And they were all still continuing to call me Miss DeWalt. And I was like, you know what? I like that. It started as a joke, but I'm just going to own it and we'll see what happens. Now, did you have like, I, I, I guess I'll ask you, like, did you talk to DeWalt? Like they were okay with that? That's well, <laughs> so I had asked to uh, my friend who was the chief Marcus marketing officer at the time. Um, hey, what do you think of it? This? And he said, well, let me talk to my team. I like where you're going and I'll get back to you. Well, he never did. And I thought, you know what? I'm not going to wait for him. I'm just going to do it. And if they don't like it, then I'm sure I'll hear from them. But there are other people on Instagram per se yeah. that have adopted the, you know, that are other DeWalt fans that are like DeWalt freak, DeWalt family, DeWalt, like they've kind of used that in their username. Okay. So see what I was doing as that much different, although I have kind of become the most well-known. So um, we are talk, I am talking with the company. Um, so they'll allow me to keep it. That's that cool because I think, and I think you do them right. You know, I think that it's, you know, and that's another like inspiration because it was just like, just own it, you know, and then everything will fall into place. I think they're going to be fine because, 
you know, you're, you're not, you, you, you do everything. It's, it's, it's very tasteful. It's very, you know, uh, it's inspirational for them. Um, you're tapping into a market of women and, and, you know, just encouraging women, Hey, you know, you do it, you know, get it done, you know? Yeah. And, and I think that's that that's phenomenal. That's my hope. And I'm sure I've given their legal department headaches, but I hope <laughs> I, in the future they look back and say, she was a gift to us and we didn't realize it. That's what I hope because I really feel it's my life's calling to work with them. And I have all kinds of ideas. And I know those aren't ideas aren't coming from me. So I really feel it's my life's purpose to work with them in some capacity. Wow. Now, how did you get into more? So it started out with that flag, like doing more of the woodworking, like how, like doing some of the projects for people, like some of the, what are some of the projects you've done and how did you get involved with the flag? So I was like an early adopter before everybody else, like it's a trend, but I think, you know, like in looking at your, 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 your profile and everything, you were in it before anybody was doing it. Yeah. So I was just doing handy things around the house and doing little projects for myself and putting them on Facebook. And then one day at work, one of my very best friends, Ben asked me to make a thin blue line flag for him. So I did. And I, I made it and I just like everything I do is I just kind of winged it. I didn't have any, I didn't look at how anyone else was doing it. I just got boards and I cut them and I made it and I thought, oh, this flag looks great. And then for whatever reason, looking at it was different than when I took a picture of it. And I realized, wait, this thing's out of proportion. Yeah. So I was like, hey, let me take this first flag that I made. I'll take it into work where I'm around all of these police officers every day with the grand jury anyway. I'll ask them to sign the boards. I'll make Ben a new one. And then that's what happened. So in doing that and having that flag in my office, at first they'd come in and they're like, oh, do you know some guy that makes these? I want to order one. Guy. (laughs) Yeah, that guy's right here. (laughs) I'd raise my hand. Um, So they started putting in orders. And I, I... in the early days, made another one because I still had that blue paint left. I'm like, well, I might as well maybe make one to give away. It was around Thanksgiving. And I said, I'll make one. All the all the officers that come in, they can put their name in a coffee can and I'll do like a free raffle and give one away. And that's what I did. But in doing that, they're like, look at all these names in here. I know I'm not going to win it. So let me just put it in order. Or they'd come up with other design ideas. So that's how um, the names got associated with each flag design. My thin blue line flag is Benjamin. And then I have one that's Ryan. That's half, half American flag that bleeds into thin blue line. That's Ryan. Then Luke is a firefighter in real life. A friend of mine, he ordered a firefighter flag. So it was called Luke. So I have all these different names for all of the different, um, styles. Wow. And one last thing, because I know we're getting the cue from Mylene. Um, there are some messages too, if you want to talk about the messages that are. Oh, in- yeah. Every flag has messages written inside the boards that are hidden once they're assembled, but I know they're there. They're scriptures. They're just good vibes. Anything maybe that's on the radio at the time, yeah. uh, but I put in messages inside every single flag. Where do you, where do you put it? Like, where, how, like is in it just like the boards? Yeah. The flat part of each board before I assemble the 13 stripes. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Because I was trying to think, I was like, I wonder if it's okay for me to ask her where she hides the message. Yeah. <laughs> that's really 
really cool. Well, we're getting the cue from Eileen. We got to take a little break. You are listening to your careers calling. And this is Wanda Elliott with Mr. Wall, Jennifer Klein. And we are in the Bronx, all new digital broadcast studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. And Jennifer has been sharing some great insight into, she's been leveling up for the last years, the last <laughs> over decade. And we'll be right back after a short break. This is Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx. Wanda Elliott from G45 Consulting, along with her panel of guests, are here to share their tips and tricks for growing your business and finding, furthering, and navigating your career. Your Career is Calling is underwritten in part by G45 Consulting, Burjohn Mediation, Harwell Express Press, Career Development and Success at Rider University, and Rider University. Apply to Rider now and keep moving forward at rider.edu slash next step. Back. This is Wanda L in the Bronx, all new digital broadcast studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronx.com. And I'm here with the fabulous and wonderful Jennifer Klein, Mr. Wolf. And she has been sharing some great insight into uh, her story. Of, she's been leveling up, like I said, for over a decade. And 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 just really, you know, she she's, I guess, you know, blazing trails in 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 you know, women using tools and, and being a woodworker and everything. And in the first part of this show, we talked about her background, how really her, uh, this career got started uh, as a result of losing her husband and, um, and she needed to get things done around the house and she just started getting it done and stepped up and, and did what she had to do. And, and, you know, we traveled through uh, her story and so now we're, we're talking, it was, uh, she was sharing that she works in the courthouse and also started doing woodworking on the side. So Jen, are you still with the, the courthouse? Unfortunately, I'm not. And I absolutely love that job. I had to leave three years ago. And part of that reason, you know, you think you do well and you, you get this attention and everyone's going to be happy for you. And the sad reality is that not everyone is going to be happy and be a cheerleader for you. And that's what the predicament I found myself in. Um, once I started gaining, you know, more exposure that I had, a, I had a female boss that just was for whatever reason, insecure about herself. And that um, the good things I was doing for whatever reason upset her. And so I suddenly found myself the target at work, even though I was well-liked, never missed work, had great evaluations. I just, like I said, became a target. So I ultimately ended up leaving and I'm grateful I had my side business at that point going that I had my flags to fall back on. Wow. And like I said, you were in the forefront. You were doing this before anybody else was really doing it. And, and it really set a trend. And it's kind of disappointing because we were talking during the break and you know, and I shared that I also like I worked on Wall Street and, you know, there's a lot that people don't talk about as far as, you know, women to women, the lack of support that there is, even in the backdrop of being in a boys club kind of environment, you would think that women could come together. But, you know, it, it was interesting. A, a lawyer friend of mine years ago said to me, Wanda, nobody wants to see you do better than them. And sometimes they will do things to step in your, you know, to step on your joy, to step on your things and, and really, you know, do things to hold you back. But the best thing you can do is stand just like you did. You stood tall, you know, you, you held yourself with, you know, 
in, in the best light. And, you know, it wasn't like you were retaliatory or anything. You just, you know, you do the best you can do and you be your best self. You know? I and it, yeah, I had to get out because what she was doing to me was prying into my personal life and it resulted, it was, it was basically sexual harassment, even though it was a female boss. And when nobody would listen to me, I realized it is not healthy to stay in a toxic environment. And for self-preservation, I needed to get out. And as much as I hated to leave, because those officers were like family to me, even now to talk about it is very difficult. When I run into them every now and then, I like I cry. Um, but I knew that I was being forced. Now I know it was for a reason. Yeah. And the reason was they were seeing back then what I couldn't see. And that was that I was meant for hire. Yeah. And I think that, um, that, that she was intimidated by that. And so I'm like, you know what? I think that one day I will thank her. I really do. I had a dream that I saw her and thanked her. And then I knew in my dream, I didn't mean it. I just was being spiteful, but I truly believe that one day I will say, oh my gosh, thank goodness you did that to me because it was time for me to go, even though I didn't want to go. Yeah. And I had, that happened to me and it's, it's a cathartic feeling. I yeah. saw this boss that was just, he was just very, uh, he, all I could say is he had nefarious intent, not directly at me, but he was just like, I was a pawn and, and I lost this job that I, it was, it wasn't a good environment anyway. And I was very upset by it. And, uh, at the time, and I was devastated, but it, it, I ended up growing and, and going on to better jobs that, that I really loved and to do more things. And I saw him sitting in lunch one day and I went up to him. And I was like, hey, you know, I want to thank you for letting me go. And he was just looking. I think he was thinking I was going to be like, you know, to blast him. Ah. And, and he was just like shook by it because he knew like it was I shouldn't have been let go. And but I was a political pawn and he used me. But it was for the best because I ended up doubling my income and like really. And I was making good money, but I still doubled my income and it put me on a better track. So I, I pray you get that, you know, that opportunity because it's such a cathartic moment for you. It is. And I left my security of, of you know, retirement and I had a good paying job and to go from being around people all day to be being by myself in my basement shop and having everything. Like I felt like once again, my life was secure and whoop, the rug gets ripped out. So I, I, I share that because I know someone's listening right now and they're, going through the same situation and just know that these things are put in our path for a reason even if we don't like it it's uncomfortable but we're meant for something better and I will make more money than I would have had I stayed I will it's just gonna it's taken a little time but it'll happen so if you too like and I believe that it will too I think you're going to be bigger and better than you could even imagine and um the other thing we were talking too about um you know, so you went, you've gone on, like one of the things you've gone on to do is to be an influencer. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, and how we came to meet was through LinkedIn yes. and about that post. So I don't know if you want to talk about the post with LinkedIn. Right. Well, because I feel like I have all these life experiences because I need to share them. So this is a very good lesson for anyone that wants to do influencer work. Um, to get everything in writing and know your worth and look out for yourself. Because when there are dollar signs involved, people kind of backtrack and it sways them. Um, so my very first job was working for a company. It was out of Canada. 
and they produced a line that was relative to what I was doing. They contacted me and uh, for a sales position. Um, and basically I, I think they wanted me to find mom and pop stores to get their product into, but through the miracle of social media, I came to LinkedIn. I connected directly with people that are in charge of making the decisions at, at companies. And within a short, I mean, four months amount of time, I was attracting people like Lowe's, Fastenal, like big tractor supply, like not just the mom and pop stores I have in my area, which I think is what they thought I was capable of. Yeah. So unfortunately things went south with them after we went to Lowe's to present to their buyers. They completely tried to backtrack and renegotiate. And then it was, oh, we're going to keep the Lowe's line in-house, which would basically take my commission away. Um, so I think what happened was their salespeople got upset that I was able to infiltrate <laughs> and get them because <laughs> their, their owner actually said, Jen, you did in four months, but it takes people years to do. And he said it in front of the people that were their salespeople. Um, and I, like, I kind of feel bad about that, yeah. but we all worked together and I could have brought them more lows and more business, but I think that they were, um, single-minded and yeah. I have way there too. It's like, I cannot work with people that are not honest and that don't have my back. Yeah. So I, thanks for the memories. And I, <laughs> and I was like, keep, cause that was a, I had left the prosecutor's office, basically kind of same thing. Then that, and it was like, I can't fight on every front and I'm just going to let the universe take care of it. I'm going to walk away and you're going to get what is coming to you. And I think they lost their contract. Something happened because I don't see that product in Lowe's. Wow. Wow. I, what happened? Maybe someday somebody will tell me what, what went on behind the scenes, but it, it played out and I didn't have to get super, I do share that story from time to time just to kind of inspire, but I, I'm not on there every day going, and I didn't name them. I just shared experience just because it's very important, especially for influencers. And I they, think it's important anyway, like in business uh, and, you know, now social media presence, that's, that's part of business and part of doing business. But I yeah. think that it's important, like just whether you're a man or a woman to know your worth, to, mm -hmm. you know, be able to stand up for yourself, to set boundaries, to recognize toxic environments. You know, there's so many different lessons that come from even just those two stories, because, yeah. you know, you, you get hung up into, you know, because you're, you know, you're, you're in this, you know, having that steady paycheck, having the security of having that, that position, having the benefits and all these things, and to, to have the strength and the courage and the belief in yourself to be able to stand up and say, no, this doesn't work for me. It's hugely difficult. And um, I applaud you for doing that in, in both fronts. And, mm -hmm. you know, karma, karma does happen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's good that you got to be able to see it and witness a little bit of it, you know, like you don't know the whole story, but I'm sure that one day it'll be revealed, you know, and, and that's just amazing. And I, I applaud you. I really revere you and, and think that that's just amazing. But we're getting the cue from Eileen. We got to go to break. And uh, <laughs> it, was, it, was, it goes so fast. 
You are listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Elliott with the amazing and wonderful Jennifer Klein. And we are in the Bronx, all new digital broadcast studio at Rider University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronc.com. And Jennifer Klein, she has been sharing great insight into, she's been, like I said, I say it every, she's been leveling up for over a decade and we'll be right back after a short break. This is Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx. Wanda Elliott from G45 Consulting, along with her panel of guests, are here to share their tips and tricks for growing your business and finding, furthering, and navigating your career. Your Career is Calling is underwritten in part by G45 Consulting, Burjohn Mediation, Harwell Express Press, Career Development and Success at Rider University, and Rider University. Apply to Rider now and keep moving forward at rider.edu slash next step. And we're back. This is Wanda Elliott in the Bronx, all new digital broadcast studio at Rider University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx, and online at 1077thebronx.com. And I'm here with the fabulous and wonderful Jennifer Klein, Mr. Wolf. And she has been sharing some great insight into how she's been bringing her best self and being her best self actually for over a decade. <laughs> and before we continue our conversation, we have our producer, Eileen Del Rio, with her segment, Finding Your Future. Adulting, going to work, choosing a career. Sounds difficult, right? Well, not anymore. Your Career is Calling presents Finding Your Future. Our producer will clear up career confusion each week and shine a light on available job listings, including how to apply and get in contact with featured employers. Get the latest tips on how you can better your career path with Finding Your Future. Underwritten in part by Career Development and Success at Rider University. For information online, it's rider.edu forward slash careers. Now, here's our producer with this week's segment of Finding Your Future. Volvo Car USA is currently hiring an intern for accounting and global business operations in its location in Mawa, New Jersey. Volvo's mission is to be the world's most progressive and desired premium car company and to make people's lives less complicated. The company manages the closing process and financial reporting, account reconciliations, and seamless interactions with customers, vendors, and their business partners. In this role, you will gain an introductory knowledge of what it's like to work in private accounting. You will engage in hands-on and challenging experiences guided by experienced professionals and learn what it's like to work in the culture of the Volvo car company. There is no minimum GPA required and a variety of business majors can apply. For more information, visit Rider's Handshake website. This has been Eileen Del Rio with this week's edition of Finding Your Future. That's a wrap for this week's segment of Finding Your Future. Our producer will be back next week with more available job listings and tips for your career. Finding Your Future is underwritten in part by Career Development and Success at Rider University. For information online, it's rider.edu forward slash careers. See you next Sunday for Finding Your Future exclusively on Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx. As always, Eileen, an excellent, excellent job. So we've covered a lot of ground. We start, we found like how you, uh, you know, out of, was it uh, necessity is the mother of invention. And, and Jen, it seems that, you know, you had to step up after losing your husband tragically, uh, you know, you, you just put it together and, and started doing everything that you needed to do as difficult as that was and put one foot in front of the other. You were working at the courthouse and you uh, started doing uh, different projects around the house. You started also doing uh, the flags and, and um, 
and then, you know, circumstance, you ended up leaving the courthouse. And then you found the, uh, uh, in addition to doing the woodworking and the thin blue line flags, you were doing uh, influencing on social media. So do you want to talk a little more about like with the pandemic, like how was the pandemic? Actually, it did not affect me in a negative way. If anything, business increased because companies that were seeing my videos were reaching out to me because suddenly they couldn't send their sales force out and they had to look at alternative ways to reach customers. So they liked what I did and they said, hey, let's do a collaboration. Um, so in some cases I did like paid videos where I would show their product. And I really tried to pick companies that stayed within my woodworking niche anyway. Um, but I just, I've gotten so many requests to work that I've actually had to turn down about half of them. Wow. Yeah. So, um, but with the advent of TikTok, they want to be in front of a different audience and they don't necessarily understand TikTok. So those are the type of collaborations I'm working on now. And they're really quite fun. Yeah. Well, you do phenomenal TikToks. It's really, you do a beautiful job with them and I really enjoy them. They're really exciting. So if you would, would you share a little bit more, like how did you get the ideas for some of your things or the inspiration? The ideas actually come to me, a lot of them in my sleep. A lot of them, <laughs> I'm kidding you. I'm not gonna, I know like, you're not. that came from me. I think that's coming from somewhere else. But a lot of times I'll have an idea in my head when I wake up. Yeah. Or like, for instance, I just did a video where, um, and this wasn't an influencing video, but I, part of, one of the things I really love is finding things or they find me on the street, like that someone threw away and I'll take them and I'll redo them. So I found this porch swing and I just took the stand and I turned that and then I found a table. So I took the table and the porch swing and made it into like a plant stand that I'm going to give to a friend of mine that has a florist um, business. So I was going to use chariots of fire in a video and I woke up with the theme. No, you're going to do karate kid, the theme. Yeah, yeah. So I made it look like I'm a gymnast where I run up and I jump on it and I insert a clip from the Olympics of a lady like on the uneven bar. Oh, I saw that one. Yeah. So, but that idea came to me in my dream of the karate. <laughs> I'm thinking, where did I get that? I haven't heard that song in forever, but it worked better than Chariots of Fire. So a lot of things come to me in my dreams. Yeah, they're very creative. And I think you do a great job with editing and everything. Because I remember you. seeing the gymnast when I was like, wow, I was so impressed. <laughs> and it looked like you. It was so funny because I was just like, oh my God, it really looks like her. <laughs> yeah, a lot of my thing. right. I tried to pick a gymnast that had dark hair and that could maybe, you know. <laughs> but a lot of my kooky ideas, um, there was a company I just did videos for Sunforce um, and I was like, I did like a video that was more professional. And then I said, you know, I really want to do a second one because my original idea was Bigfoot. Yeah. Like that, <laughs> that my camera's going off, my solar light, that's like a security thing is going off because Bigfoot's out there. And to my surprise, she said, let's do it. And that video is what I really wanted to do, but I didn't yeah. think they, um, that video is actually doing better than the one that says, you know, where I'm unboxing it and being goofy with sunglasses and all of that. So um, yeah, like this work has been a lot of fun. Yeah. And I think that that's, you know, I, I think the pandemic turned marketing upside, like not upside down, but it just like, it's just about having fun. It's about letting loose. It's about really connecting to people. And it's really, I think it's changed the world forever 
uh, you know, because it, it's, it's how you reach people. And, yeah. and it's interesting to talk to people that don't like, haven't watched the TikTok or don't even know what a TikTok is. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's, 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 it's a whole brave new world in marketing and, yeah. and your evidence that, you know, it, you're just, you know, you, you know, you're a single person and you're not this, you weren't like this big company or anything. And, and, and it's exciting too. And it's inspirational because, you know, you can, you can make a difference in your business overnight, you know, really overnight. <laughs> no budget. Yeah. Yeah. My, my TikToks reached 1.2 million people last month. And what is my budget? You know, like a dollar can of paint and like my little supplies or the things like the things I grab off the street are free. And, and part of that is I want to encourage other people to recycle and to do things like that. So I have a lot of purposes. That's one of them. And I, I hope going forward that I can kind of inspire other people um, from whichever story of mine along the way resonates with them. Yeah. And I think you do a phenomenal job. I just love your story. I love you. I think you're <laughs> phenomenal. And I, I just, uh, it's just, you know, I'm just so happy to have this time with you, but we're getting the cue for Mylene. We got to go to break. He always goes so fast. So you are listening to Your Career is Calling. This is Wanda Ellett with just the terrific Jennifer Klein. And she's Mr. Wall. We're in the Bronx, all new digital broadcast studio at Ryder University's radio station, 1077 The Bronx and online at 1077thebronc.com. And she has been sharing her story and like I say, every break, she has been leveling up for well over a decade. And we'll be right back after a short break. This is Your Career is Calling on 1077 The Bronx. Wanda Elliott from G45 Consulting, along with her panel of guests, are here to share their tips and tricks for growing your business and finding, furthering, and navigating your career. Your Career is Calling is underwritten in part by G45 Consulting, Burjohn Mediation, Harwell Express Press, Career Development and Success at Rider University, and Rider University. Apply to Rider now and keep moving forward at rider.edu slash next step. And I have to say, every week I say it goes fast, 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 fast. But even after all these years, and today was no different. Uh, it, it, it just went super fast. And, uh, you know, I, I, during the break, I started to share with Jen that, uh, you know, I, I'm very thrilled and, and honored to that in having this time with you. I think you're terrific. And, you know, I, I'm just in awe of you uh, because, you know, even with everything that, that has happened to you, like it would be influencing and, you know, increased followers and all that, it changes people. And, you know, I'm just so in awe and, and, and happy. And, you know, it's just been such a pleasure talking to you and getting to know you that uh, you're, you're still your humble self and, and still as fabulous as you are. I so, truly appreciate that. And I hope that um, my words, <laughs> I don't come off as sounding arrogant because what learned all of these tough times is to know my worth. And to, I finally, it's taken all these years to be confident in myself. So I hope that that is the message that comes across to anyone listening, um, that, that know your worth and don't be afraid to own it. Yeah. And so do you have any last bits of wisdom? Last bits of wisdom, I would say is that everyone has a purpose in life. And these, these things that are thrown in our path are for a reason, they're to make us grow. And to go through the hard times the best that you can, knowing that there's a purpose 
you'll come through better on the other side. And you might even look back and thank the people that did you wrong because they actually elevated you to where you were meant to be. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so how can people get in touch with you? And, and you know, if you would share like all the different social media and, sure. and some of the things, like if they're interested in, in you know, your catalogs and what you want to, you know, your, what you offer. Uh, absolutely. So if they just Google Miss DeWalt, you'll get all kind of search results. But I am on YouTube. Um, I'm on TikTok, Instagram. Um, I do post on Facebook, but I, I try to keep that for with friend requests for people that I know in real life. That's like my one platform I try to hone in. But I'm basically anywhere. I'm on LinkedIn as Jennifer Klein. Um, I'm, I'm everywhere. If they just Google me, they'll find me. Now, which website, like where can they, like if they're interested in the, in the flags or they're interested in even for influencing? Yeah, so I don't have a website um, for my flags because I would, I have a hard time keeping up with my custom orders as is. So if they would like to see my flags, I have a separate account for that on Instagram and it's blessed are the peacemakers 5.9. And I have hundreds of flags that I made and they're not even all pictured there. Wow. Um, but they would like to order one, which I think I'm probably going to start um, maybe finding a company I can work with to take over the flag business because I, it's been five years and I feel like it's time to start stepping back with that. But I am still taking orders and they can message me either through the Blessed or the Peacemakers 5.9 or my Mr. Wallet account. Okay. I'm cool with that. I just have an Excel spreadsheet. I work my way down as it's each person's turn. I just message them and go from there. Wow. And I think as you find, you know, somebody to partner with, I think then, you know, it, it can level set them to know that your orders, they're going to be, you know, completed sooner, I would imagine. I have big ideas for how I can expand. It's a company I already know and love. Um, and I have specific ideas on how I can bring in money for, to help veterans. So wow. part of the charitable um, component to where it just would bring them more exposure. It could be good for them and good for me. And help. I, I, at the heart of everything I do, I wanna help others. So it would definitely have a big component dealing with helping veterans. Wow. Well, I, I, I can't thank you enough. I have chills as you're saying this. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking forward to you know continuing to know you and to follow you and to see all the wonderful, great things that happen to you. And I, you know, I, I pray good blessings your way and continued blessings your way. And thank you again for honoring me today. Thank you for having me on. I hope this message reaches people that I, I wanted to help. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I, I, I thank you again. This was just really, really, truly terrific and really wonderful. So in closing, to learn how you can gain more information on how to manage your career, take a tour of the on-demand library on 1077thebronc.com or wandaillett.com, where we have over eight years worth of shows on every aspect of job transition and career management. You can listen to us anywhere as you can download the 1077 Bronx free iPhone or Android apps from the App Store. You would simply search WRRC1, and that's Whiskey Radio Radio Charlie One. Uh, we would like to hear from you during the week, and you can check out and like our Facebook pages, Your Career is Calling, G45 Consulting, Brajan Mediation, um, and also WandaEllett.com. Uh, so you can also check out my website, g45consulting.com, or you can learn more about the Secret Mentor Society and the Secret Mentor Society Bootcamp. So if you're having challenges with your job search, it's a 10-day intensive course that has proven to drive results for alumni. There are seats available for the June class. 
So if you'd like to join me, I really would love to have you. And if you're in need of help with managing your vendors or with family mediation issues, please reach out to us at Berjan Mediation at 201-884-9431 or check out our website. Um, and you can also connect to me on LinkedIn or send me an email at wanda at g45consulting.com. And we would like to thank our producer, Eileen Del Rio, for another phenomenal job and the Bronx General Manager, John Moses. Special thanks to our underwriters, G45 Consulting, Berjan Mediation, Farwell Express Press, and Ryder University's Office of Career Development and Success for making this hour possible. We could not do this hour without their support. And we appreciate you, our listeners. We know how difficult it is to manage your career. We thank you for listening in. And remember, own your career, keep networking alive, and I'm going to be here next week with another phenomenal guest. And I hope you have a beautiful and great week. Mwah! That was this week's episode of Your Career is Calling with Wanda Ellett. Tune in every Sunday at 8 a.m. to learn the ins and outs of growing your business and finding, furthering, and navigating your career. Discover what makes you stand out and how to become your best self. If you need help during the week, reach out to Wanda at G45 Consulting via email at wanda at g45consulting.com. Missed an episode? No worries. You can subscribe to a free weekly episode of Your Career is Calling to listen to on your favorite podcasting platform. Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever. Your Career is Calling is underwritten in part by G45 Consulting, Burjohn Mediation, Harwell Express Press, Career Development and Success at Rider University, and Rider University. Rider offers continuing studies programs for adults who need flexibility. Want to add new skills to your resume? Take a continuing study course at Ryder University.